0: hi everyone it's tess uh here's just kind of a more casual state of the podcast thing which i wanted to do because i've been doing this now for four months i've made 15 episodes 16 if you include curiosity sessions and stuff and i just wanted to kind of check in and and see how everyone's doing and the people that have followed my show so far which is over 60 of you uh, which is insane. <laughs> uh, I never really thought that anyone would listen to the show. So the fact that 60 people were like, yeah, that looks good. Um, is, is something that I'm deeply, deeply grateful for. Um, so yeah, I guess I'll make some announcements. And then I'll deal with the three questions that I got. So I posted on Twitter and Instagram. I said, um, if you have any questions or feedback for me, leave them there. And I'll address them in this sort of quasi-casual sort of episode thing and so you did uh three of you sent me in questions so i'll just make some announcements and then we'll do that first of all the curiosity project is going to keep going i made a point to myself that i was going to check in at a certain point while i was making these to see well am i still enjoying it Um, am i having fun doing it am i learning because that's kind of the most important thing for me is that all of these things are aligned And I think you'll agree if you've listened to some of the older episodes that my editing and my general presentation and what I actually want and what the podcast or internet radio show, I don't like the term podcast, um, what the internet radio show brings to the table these kind of rapid fire, deep and interesting questions that that kind of got synthesized into a more pure form um, over the course of the 15 episodes or so I've done and the upcoming episodes which you haven't heard yet uh, I think there's a lot more natural kind of attraction to them people listen to those questions are like oh yeah definitely and it's not me going like oh god I'm fucking deadly or whatever um I'm just like I really enjoy doing the show I find the questions interesting so the fact that I've been able to narrow it down to make them more interesting for me is is phenomenal and it seems for you as well and for the guests, I've seen a proportional kind of increase in, in appreciation for the show from the guests as well, which is f- always amazing. Um, but like, at the, like the first couple of episodes had like pieces of audio drama in the front of them, which stopped, be- not because I didn't like doing them. I thought they were cool, but uh, they just take a lot of time and effort, which I'd rather focus into making the editing of the show and the pacing of the show a lot better. Um, so I'm still learning. I'm getting to know people I'm you know it. these things take time to make connections and try and get people on the show but I think so far I've gotten some amazing people um, like way blowing my expectations out of the water of who I wanted to get on the show um, and I'm so honored and thankful to all of my guests for being on um, yeah what else I suppose the next thing is where the show is going uh, I still want to keep making these. I make them in like bursts. So a lot of the episodes you listen to are have been recorded like a month, two months ago. Um, just because that's kind of the most convenient way to do these. You bulk record and you edit and release them. Because what I do is I give every single guest a copy before it goes out into the world. Being like, do you like this? Have I represented you correctly? Uh, just kind of a bit of a journalistic integrity. And so... What I have to do is I have to record them and then like a month later be like, hey, here's your edit. Um, is this representative of what you want to say? Because I do not ever want to misrepresent someone on the show. That's fundamentally not what I'm about. Um, I want them to be honest, of course. I want them to be like have a good time. And part of that is not allowing themselves to clarify or remove things that they don't feel comfortable with them. Um, which honestly is a lot rarer than you think. Um, usually it's just like, oh, I missed all of my words here. Do you think you could edit this to just kind of make sure that this point is clearer, and um, stuff like that. So I make these in 10-episode bursts. So every season, quote-unquote, of The Curiosity Project is 10 episodes. And I think what I'll do is I'll have one of these state-of-the-podcast things every single 15 episodes Um, that is to say if if i keep making them past past that but hey i don't have any ideas to stop now so um i think i'll make these every 15 episodes just to check in see how people are doing answer your questions that sort of thing i also always answer questions on twitter and instagram at tess underscore curious it's in the bio of every single episode that i make um if you don't read the bio of the episodes you should um i mean most of it is just like you know Here's the music i use blah 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 blah. here's where you can find the guests blah 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 blah, blah. but sometimes at, like at the very end you'll see that i put a picture a, a very f- painting like a very famous painting or not even famous but a painting that i've appreciated from that week and um, into the bio so that you can take a look at them and learn a little bit of art history because i love art history uh what other things is there anything else i need to say on announcements wise not really, uh, other than I'm just so grateful for all of you who are listening to the show and enjoying the show and engaging with the episodes and finding something meaningful in them. Uh, the DMs that I've got, seeing like, oh, I learned this thing. That's what it's all about. So uh, I know I'm really new, but I am super excited to operate in this space and provide something that you can all enjoy. Okay, Questions. So this first question isn't from one specific person it's a query that i've gotten since about episode five on the show so whatever the case may be uh spotify overcast all of these other podcasting things run ads in front of the videos and a common question i get asked is i guess get asked in my twitter dms is i got this ad for x in front of your show are you comfortable with that and usually it's like you know Probably something like, you know, know, this military or whatever. So just for the record, I've said this on Twitter as well. I've said this on Instagram. I don't run ads on my episodes. The only way that I make money from the show is if people give money to me on Ko-fi, which is always in my description. And if you feel like supporting it, you can. But I don't ever put... Like, unless the guest is contingent on a sponsorship, that is to say, um, oh, you know, I won't be able to get this person on the show unless the, the show that they're promoting is um, in it. Like, this episode is brought to you by The Witcher. I don't have anyone from The Witcher on, but like, you know what I mean? That would be the sort of stuff that I would be talking about and that I'd be okay with because I get something for that. Uh, but if all I'm getting is ruining your audio experience with, like, here's an ad for Skillshare um, or other website building platform um, or whatever, I don't think that's worth it, uh, personally speaking. Now, I may change my mind uh, as more people listen to the show and, you know, I can actually see a tangible benefit, but I'll always ask the guest or I'll always ask you because one of the fundamental things is I don't want any of my guests to be put next to a brand that they don't believe in because this is a guest-based show so if I have ads on it, it's like oh, this associates this person with this brand and that's not good again, journalistic integrity um, so if you get ads in front of your podcasts they're not me I don't make any money from them so if you get the opportunity to skip them, do it because again, not me The only way that people can support the show is through the Ko-fi link in my description. Um, I had a Patreon. I set up a Patreon. But I don't know how it works. Uh, So I don't. And I don't know if anyone... Like, I don't... I make this for fun. I don't... Like, uh, Ko-fi is just a nice way to kind of go, yeah, I really like that. And that's why I set one up. Because I saw other creators that I admire having a Ko-fi page where their main source of income wasn't it. But it was just kind of a nice here's a tip thank you for making my day a little bit brighter and so if i ever do that for a person and i have for anthony king who is the first person to donate to me on Kofi. um thank you again anthony you're wonderful yeah don't don't worry about the ads next question <laughs> lucy asks how do you get these guests on your show when you are so small that's an absolutely fantastic question. Uh, I just email people. <laughs> I've said this in a couple of episodes, but I just email people. I'm like, hey, or Twitter DM or Instagram DM or whatever. Be like, hey, my name's Tess. I run the show. I know we're in the middle of a global lockdown. If you could spare an hour or two, you won't regret it. And I tell them what the show's about. Some people say yes, some people say no. You see, 15 guests on my show. I see 200, 300, 400 DMs that have never been answered. Um it's literally just a shotgun thing of here's everyone that I find interesting and you know make some phenomenal stuff because there's a lot of interesting people in the world. It's like there's a lot of interesting people and especially creators that other people enjoy. Um and I'm so lucky in that the people who said yes to my show are people who um like, like i'm huge fans of i'm huge fans of every single person i've had on um either going into the show as was the case for some of the earlier episodes or like after the show where i speak to them and then i look up some of their stuff or i buy their book and it's like wow this person is incredible and they're all so nice as well this is, this is the major thing about it they're all so nice that you probably would have realized this already but like Just to give me their time and be like, hey, um, I really like what you're doing here. That's incredible, invaluable for me. Uh, But the the true answer for that is I just email people. I just message people. At the end of the show, I asked, is there anyone that I should talk to? Um, But most people just give me names and then I message that person. Like, you know, Um, referring, people have referred me in the past. I'm very grateful to the guests who do that. But... Um, that's not the main way I accrue I guests. The main way I accrue guests is through just shotgun uh, messaging. So if you want to do that yourself, just be prepared to send about 400 Twitter DMs and have two people respond. Because if you to, even if two people respond, you have two opportunities then. Uh, and then, final question. This question comes from Marcus. Uh, it reads... Hey Tess, Marcus here. Really like what you're doing with the show. I really like the concept of your show, but I find sometimes the audio quality can be a little bit worse for wear in some episodes. Why is that when other episodes sound fine? Thank you again. Well, Marcus, it's because of the method that I use. Thank you for the feedback. Um, And don't be afraid ever, if anyone else has feedback like that to send me a message. I really like that stuff. Um, The simple answer is, it's the method to which the guest is available to be interviewed. So on some of the episodes where the quality is really, really good, it's because I use an audio recorder bot called Craig on Discord, which gives HD flack uh, lossless audio, uh, which I can then import into Audacity and edit to my heart's content. Uh, but sometimes guests don't have Discord, so I have to use things like Skype. Uh, which is kind of client-side so I'm recording what my computer is receiving from them which isn't as good quality or zoom which is the exact same thing um, these things vary from place to place uh, and time to time so sometimes a guest will be able to do zoom and sometimes not um, if the audio quality is particularly chronic I get the guests to record it on their phone or if they have their own microphone and then just send it on to me and those episodes are usually quite good as well Um, But the reason for the alteration in quality is just because um, it's difficult to get people to record stuff. And some people don't know how to do that. So that's why. Um, But I'm glad you're liking the show. And I'm glad that you can uh, can look past some of those audio issues. Which I will try and work out in the future when I get a better microphone. Uh, Because I've created my microphone once already. But... Uh, the microphone you're listening to right now is not my main microphone. It's my laptop microphone. So if this is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but it's also very echoey. Yeah, I think that's it for the questions. Uh, thank you all so much for those who answered them. And thank you all so much for listening to the show. Um, you can find me everywhere on Twitter, Instagram, Xbox Live, uh, Twitch, at tess underscore curious and if you haven't already give the show a follow on spotify or give it you know like on whatever other platform give it a rating that always helps the show and if you really like the show um you can use the ko link in my description that's ko-fi.com slash test underscore curious uh, but again there's no pressure to that i do this because i like it Um, and if you like me liking it that's a good way to support it or just sending me a nice message that's also a good way to do it Um, thank you have a wonderful day there'll be a new episode out in like seven days so that's good